0: Alright, here we are. Welcome to another episode of Celebrity Josh, or whatever I'm calling the podcast this week. Uh, it's a special new uh, thing I'm trying. I have a couple of guests here. We're here with Anna Orenstein and Jessica Proctor, and this is this actually has a topic this week. This is a, a, this is a new thing. We are discussing the podcast Don't Keep Your Day Job by Kathy Heller. Uh, So here, I'll just, I'll, I'll explain quickly what I'm doing here. Uh, So uh, that's a podcast I listen to often. It's about uh, not keeping your day job. It's about uh, getting your dream job, your creative field. And uh, I love the community uh, around it. And I thought, gosh, I should do a podcast like that. And then I thought, well, that's a lot of work. I'd have to research all that stuff. Kathy's already doing it all. Why don't I do a podcast where I comment on her podcast? And so I posted in the facebook community there which has like twenty-two thousand people and i actually I, it wasn't a post it was just a comment under another post i did asking why is it all women in here and uh and i said would anybody want to do a little episode where we talk about this show and uh, these two uh women responded so i was like all right let's do it and we had an initial uh discussion about how this is going to work uh a week ago and they, they didn't want to record it but i uh have some footage from my phone so we might post that later uh just uh you know to because i i mean kathy talks about just just get messy and gary v talks about just document your life document the process so i think people might be interested in how this podcast came to be Um, so uh so that's what's going on we're going to record this over skype and so there's a video on youtube that you could be watching or there's the audio which i will post on my podcast and we'll see where this goes so, um, welcome, ladies. Can I is it, is it sexist to say ladies? I don't know what to call people anymore.
1: I'm cool with that.
0: Okay, Jessica, I hear, I see you laughing, but I don't hear anything. Are you muted? I'm unmuted now. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right, uh, and Jessica's she's not screwing around. She's got like the the, the blurred background behind her, so she I just she don't looks. <laughs> oh, there's a setting on there. Uh, I was researching, like, you know, Zoom would charge me to do this, and then we were trying to figure out how to uh, record the Google Meetup that I just sent everybody by accident when I sent the Google Calendar thing, but now we're on Skype. So, uh, Anna, uh, is a hard stop in 30 minutes, so we're not going to screw around here. Um, and uh, so my initial idea was like, you know what, there's, there's years of this podcast to talk about, um, but we don't have... I mean, I, I don't want to go back a year. So I thought, okay, we'll just start with January. Today is January 17th, 2021, when we're recording this. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I started looking at the other episodes. And then we don't even have time to discuss all of those. Um, so uh, Anna suggested we talk about the Sherry... Uh, sh- uh, wait, when I, when I go Salata. to the website... The website is covered by your face. Okay, there, I have to scroll down. Sherry Salata... Um, episodes so we're going to talk about that that was from january 11th 2021 and if if the fans love this we can go back and do previous episodes we can even do kathy's doing uh, little mini episodes every day now which i don't think any of us has li- have listened to those have, have any of us done that
2: i have a couple um, of them yeah they're really good they're brief
0: yeah so i've got no excuse um what, what I've been doing, uh, I listen to them as I go for my little jog. So I do like an hour jog and I listen to it and I'm crying as I'm running. And I'm like, oh, by the end of the jog, I'm so inspired. Um, and so, I, yeah, I haven't uh, taken out my phone in the freezing cold of Ottawa to be like, oh, i got to listen to this six minute episode. but I'll have to catch up on those. But I've, I've been pretty good. I've listened to the uh, all the hour long ones now, which is which is new for me. In the past, it's just sort of been sporadic I've tuned in. Um, so. Uh, do, do you want to briefly introduce yourselves? Like, wh- where are you? What are you doing?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Jess, do you want to go first? Sure. Hey, my name is Jessica, and I live in the U.S. and West Virginia. I have been a longtime fan of Kathy. I read her book first and then found her podcast. And, you know, like Josh said, through the community, just finding other people, basically wanting to find their purpose and make something more out of it and so just having these kind of conversations I think is really cool and you know she puts out so much stuff so much stuff that we thought it would be really great to sort of break it down what are the things that the other people that are listening to this are finding interesting what's the conversation behind Kathy's conversation I guess so I'm really excited to do this.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I was just, uh, an hour ago, I just searched on Facebook. I'm like, oh, I, I, like, I searched for Don't Keep Your Day Job just to see if there was any other groups or whatever I could recruit people in the future. And it, it turns out there's a lot. There's a Toronto one, there's a ca- Canada one, but there was little ones like the book club and there's the artists and there's the photographers group. I'm like, oh, so okay. <laughs> so the, it is kind of forming a little little smaller communities, which is, which is very interesting. I zoned out for a second there because I was like, how do I do speaker view or grid view? So where did you say you live again?
1: I live in West Virginia. Okay, so
0: you're West Virginia, and what do you do for living again?
1: I'm actually working for the federal government right now, but my passion is with um, fitness, wellness, and fitness for women mostly.
0: Excellent. All right, Uh, I'm going to go back to grid view. I don't even know what this is going to look like um, in the recording, but I guess I guess we'll see in the end. Uh, Okay, and then Anna is so is it Ornstein or Ornstein?
2: Ornstein Cardona. I, I have a double uh, barrel surname, like most Latinos.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's right. to honor
2: both father and mother who made us.
0: I think somebody explained that to me once. This girl, Ana Maria Reyes, stayed with me in Toronto once and yeah, I think she was explaining why she had like 52 names or something. So
2: Yes, yes, it's, it's part, part of that. Um, so when I got married in November, my husband's like, are you changing the name? I'm like, man, I can't have three surnames. <laughs> the passport won't hold it. So sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Keep in mind. But yeah, so I'm Anna. I actually live in London, um, United Kingdom. I've been there 20 years, but I'm originally from Puerto Rico. Um, I got to London via the U.S. where I I did university and I worked on Wall Street. Um, I am currently still working full time on a trading floor for a European bank, but I'm also building my side business called Wear Your Money Crown. And it's basically a financial education and coaching business where I want to empower others, especially women, to take care of their finances from a holistic way so that we align our our um, financial needs as well as our physical, emotional and spiritual needs and I started listening to Kathy around two years ago it really inspired me to start my side business so even though I have 21 years of experience in finance I decided to certify myself um, as a financial educator last year and now I am part of Kathy's Arrive community which is her membership um, where we get some awesome opportunities and Q&As with Kathy plus get uh, get some of the podcast guests ahead of time and um, I met you lovely people through Kathy's Facebook page and I'm excited and Jess will be doing made to do this coming up which is exciting
1: yeah yeah so she's got her five-day challenge starting on Monday and then made Mm -hmm. to do this I begin believes it Believe begins
0: in February, so I'm really excited. Wow. For- there's so much going on. It's hard to keep track. There's arrived. There's made to do this. There's now it's <laughs> my turn. I feel stressed, but I think you could have a full time career just taking her different courses.
2: She's a powerhouse, definitely.
0: <laughs> She's the new Tony Robbins. I've never taken one of his courses either, but I always see people posting. Oh, it's this week. It's the whatever free five day thing, and I'm like, oh, I don't have five days. Like I'm always stressed. I feel like time is slipping away from me. So I'm like, I don't have five days to do this, but, but I should, like, I look back at the past eight months. I'm like, I could have taken five days to do anything. I've accomplished nothing. So I was thinking, uh, yeah. Cause I, tomorrow, I guess the, what is it called? Now it's, now it's my turn. Now, now it's my turn or whatever it turn. is. It's your turn. Um, so that starts tomorrow. Are you, are you guys doing that? Or I guess Anna's already like Got a PhD in this, she doesn't need the <laughs> No.
2: I signed up for it. I love Kathy's um, you know, challenges. I think there's always a new takeaway.
0: Okay. Apparently
2: there's uh eleven thousand people. Josh signed up already.
0: Ridiculous. It's amazing. So then so is it I guess it's is it like an hour a day? Is it, it's not like I have to spend the whole week doing this, right? It's like a little thing.
2: An hour a day, exactly. And she puts um, exercises and actionable steps that we all have to take each day. And it's in her Facebook group. So if you want to be part of it, you've got to join so that you're in the specific uh, Facebook group for this.
0: Yeah. So I guess I better, uh, I better, better make sure I upload this right away after this because it's topical. Like It's like those That's podcasts true. where they go, hey, you know, uh, tomorrow we're doing this. And I'm like, tomorrow, I'm listening to this podcast three years later. So it's like, it's going to be one of these things people have to listen to right away. Yeah, because they've already broken it up to, like, there's the coach that said, I'm the coach for everybody whose last name starts with, like, R and whatever the two letters before R are, and I was like, oh, I've never been so excited to have my last name start with R, and everybody's like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm like, all right, so I'm already a a star in the group. (laughs) That's brilliant,
2: brilliant. You're like a star.
0: Um, All right, so, yes, so the assignment here, or today's episode, is supposed to be, uh, we're going to talk about one of the episodes, and so we decided... To, uh, this is going to be so huge. I've just decided this is already, oh, everybody's going to love this. The, the, the DKIY, DK, no, wh- whatever it is, they're going to love it. Uh, DKYDJ. All right, so um, yes. I'm, I'm, I've got their website up here. Uh, we chose this one because I guess it was just Anna's top of mind right now. Sherry Salata on transformation and turning a beautiful no into a 20 year career with Oprah Winfrey. So uh, the little intro on the website says, how do you design the life that you want? Sherry Salata, author of The Beautiful No, former executive producer of The Oprah Winfrey Show and president of Harpo Studios, which I guess is Oprah's studios, is back on the podcast to help you walk on the path of transformation. She shares her advice on how to lean into ease, free yourself from shame, change your language to reclaim your happiness, and use esteemable practices to honor yourself. Esteemable. I don't even know what that means. Oh, I guess maybe it increases your self-esteem. Um... And then, yeah, and if I uh, practice with this screen, maybe in the future I can have the screen behind me so people can see it. But you guys can hear what I'm saying. So then, so what Kathy does at the end of, or, well, at the end of every episode, she says the takeaways. Here's the takeaways from the episodes. And it's like, kind of like the cliff notes. Um, And then then she also puts them on her website here. So this is good for uh, reminding us what we listened to. So I'm going to go through these, and then uh, it might spark conversation. So we're going to see. And that's another thing. if anybody has any suggestions, I'm trying to come up with a new name for myself. And Spark is one of the names I thought I want to be called. because I'm, I'm so jealous of people like Pink and Sting, which is like a one-syllable name. And it's so easy to say. I feel like you'll get referenced more if you're just one-syllable. You're like, hey, I love that Sting album. But you're not going to be like, oh, I want to listen to that Ariana Grande album. I mean, you might, but it takes longer to say. So, uh, so maybe my name's Spark, or maybe it's Live Truist. Those are different options. But for now, I'm Josh Rackless. Um, so, okay. So number one. All knows have a quality of beauty about them. And I'm Canadian, so I would normally say about. But then uh, in, in when I do U.S. voice acting, I have to say about. So I'll, I'll make this American for you. <laughs> All knows have a quality of beauty about them. The mastery we're seeking is to understand that in the moment and waste no time in the dance of disappointment. That I like the alliteration, dance of disappointment. Take a day to cry and then realize the universe has something really special in store for you. So that uh was something Sherry Salata said because uh her whole story is that uh she was broke and she was applying for a job as an advertising producer and um what was it? Uh they said no. There was something about they found her resume in a closet. But did she apply
1: Uh yeah, prior to that job she had applied with Oprah Harpo, and they had said no. That's right. And then, when they were cleaning out a closet, they found her resume and called her and asked her to do freelance work for them.
0: Right, right, right. And then it was a week later. No, when did she get? Let me just get this story straight. She was rejected for the advertising job. Right. Okay. She applied for an advertising job. They said you're not what we're looking for. And then a week later. Uh, somebody found her resume in an Oprah's closet and, and called her up and said, hey, well, you applied three years ago, do you want to come in? And so she was glad because uh, if she had gotten that advertising job a week before, and, and you know, guaranteed money, health plan and everything, right. would she have had the courage and foresight to then leave that job and, and take like sort of a, this entry-level job with Oprah on the chance that it might turn into something. So she probably wouldn't have. It would have been crazy, because you don't know if that's going to turn into anything, and she's already got this high-paying job in advertising. So, so what, why it was good is that uh, she, she was rejected from that ad job, so she could take the Oprah job, and then, and, and then that grew into something. So the lesson there is that, you know, every no can be beautiful. So at the time, I guess when, when she was rejected from the job that week, she was like, oh God, this is awful. She, you know, really needed the money. Um, and, and so a lot of times we waste time regretting it. And then eventually in our life, we might realize, oh, you know, that, that thing was no because I found this better thing. Uh, and so if we can just sort of just take a day to feel that regret, but then move on and, and then we can save a lot of time from feeling bad about no's. Absolutely, yeah. And it's
2: the first time I ever saw about that idea of how a no can be beautiful. I mean, no suck in general, right? No one get, <laughs> wants to, you know, get a no from a person um, when asking a question or when applying for something. But it's true in retrospect, many times, I think life has a way of aligning itself to the choice that is best for your higher purpose. But it does take some blows to get there, doesn't it, sometimes?
0: Yeah, because I mean, I guess in a way it's good. Like if you look at it in relationships, if you ask somebody out and they say no, I mean, that's fine, because that means maybe you're not the right match for each other. You don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Or if a job doesn't think you're the right fit, well, screw them. You know, like, I, I, you know, maybe you'll find somebody that really wants you. Um, and I found that with almost anything, like some, you know, talent agencies might reject me. But then one will be like, hey, you're, we need somebody like you. So it's just it's not nothing in life usually is about. Uh, you know, the quality of you or whether you're perfect or not. It's more about just the, whether it's a right match for that particular thing. Like a talent agency might have five people who look exactly like you, so they don't need you. It doesn't mean you're not talented. It's just maybe you're a better match for somebody else who doesn't have something like you.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: and so, yeah, so I have to keep, I mean, I've been kind of depressed lately just living in the past and feeling regrets at oh, I should have married my various girlfriends over the past 30 years, or I should have done a PhD instead of going into advertising or all these things. But um, I guess the idea is that anything you don't do could lead to something better. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that. And if not, it at least leads you to, for instance, right, if you're talking about relationships, I have found sometimes when a relationship doesn't work, and let's say there's a certain thing that you don't feel you're being treated correctly, and then someone comes along that does treat you correctly you really learn to value it even so much more don't you and the same with you know with jobs and other things in life i think um there's always a lesson and that's the point it may not be beautiful at the time but there's a lesson to be learned
0: yeah and i think uh i was just listening this morning on, on my jog i was listening i went back to uh like a recap of the top twenty twenty 20 lessons and I think almost everybody was talking about the lessons. Um, We can do that episode another time. But yeah, it was various people saying, like, all success, failure is a part of success. You need to fail to figure things out. It's all lessons. It's all... uh, I was even in a a life design group uh, a few days ago with this professor in England. He was saying, like, "Out out of 10 startups, how many do you think are failures? And everybody's like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine... But the actual answer is ten. Every startup is a failure. Um, you know, they all have to sort of regroup and make some changes and start again. So yeah, I guess that's that's all about. Uh, yeah, don't don't get don't get turned. Feel bad about no's. It's just pushing you in different ways and different directions. And and there, you know, everybody's got all those stories about how Harrison Ford was rejected for his auditions, or people said Fred Astaire can't dance, or, or J.K. Rowling was rejected by all these publishers, or.
1: Absolutely.
0: Or even, uh, yes, when one of the, in today's episode, somebody was talking about, I think she was talking about Seth, Seth Godin, or I who knows who she was talking to, but they were saying that, like, you know, 130 investors refused to invest in Airbnb, like, 10 years, in 20, 2008 could have bought 10% of the company for $150,000, and now I guess you'd be a billionaire. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. All right, so, anything to add, Jessica?
1: Yeah, I think you guys have it up quite a bit yes. there.
0: So she's giving us a beautiful no. That's good, see? We've learned. Uh, number two takeaway. As long as you're breathing and your heart is beating, you are in the process of transformation. So I remember, Sherry, I, it's good that I remember these things, because I listened to this a few days ago, and now I've got other episodes mixed in my head. So in the future, I'm going to listen to an episode right before this, and it'll be so fresh I can talk about it exactly. But I remember she was talking about, I don't know how old she is, I guess we could Google it, but she was saying that a lot of people feel that... Um, you know, once they get a certain age or something, it's over. Now they they have to pack it in. Um, you know, I think I don't and know. She was
2: thirty five when she got offered that job,
0: right? So from that, memory,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I remember listen, hearing that, and I was like, okay, she was a grown up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's uh, you know, I'm sick of seeing on Instagram. It's like if you're twenty two, don't feel it's too late. Obama was, you know, I'm like, what? Like twenty? <laughs> who, who thinks it's too late at twenty two? I mean, I guess at all ages, you always feel. Oh, uh, I'm I'm behind, but but once you get older you're like, What are you talking about? Totally. So, yeah.
2: Time will pass anyway.
0: Yeah, so I like to hear uh about people that you know, she was thirty five starting a job. I'm like, Okay, that's that's an okay age for me to feel still I can I can picture it in my head. Um and so yeah, so she was saying so that would mean she's at least fifty five now. Um and so people might say to her, like, Hey, you know, you, you were working for Oprah for twenty years, that's it But I think she is saying that no, like it's always time to work on something new and, and, uh, and, and, and keep, keep going on what's her next adventure. I think she was saying something like, it's going to get even better. She's going to work on something even cooler. Like, you're always growing. You're always learning. Never just sort of sit there and write it out. Like, I was in, I don't know, I, I'm in too many Facebook groups. Even my mom was just saying, like, uh, how do you, keep, like, I think she gets notifications every time there's something in a group. I'm, she's like, how do you follow all this stuff? I'm like, I don't know. So I'm in some groups for depression, but I'm also in some groups for entrepreneurship um and somebody was saying i'm 61 now and i just feel so maybe it was kathy's uh, it's your turn group but like i feel like uh that's it i'm just waiting out life like there's nothing more to do but i guess the, the lesson is you can always be working on something new and something exciting
2: Absolutely. you're still very young in my opinion josh
0: thank you which i guess is okay. i mean it's all relative right like it's 10 years ago, I heard that Ellen was having her 50th birthday, and I was like, oh my God, that's so old. But now I'm like, oh yeah, that's nothing. You know, it's, it's, it all changed. You know what they
2: say, you're the age that you look,
0: you're yes. the age
2: that you behave,
0: yeah there's
2: the age that you feel. So no one's, no one to, t- you know, anybody to tell you, you can't do something at any age, you know. Maybe yeah. you can't join like the CIA after a certain age. I think there's like a 25 year <laughs> requirement, like you need to be 25 or younger, something like that. Yeah. But you know so, what? Yeah, I
0: got to do it. I keep trying to picture in my life, and I've always done this, I guess, I always try to picture somebody my age or older that I could aspire to be and be like, okay, I, I, still, I still look forward to that. Like, I could be like that. So, like, hmm. you know, when I was 20, I could be like, oh, I want to be uh, whoever was 20 at the time, I want to play Spider-Man. But I can't play Spider-Man now. But, but I'm like, okay, Tom Cruise is, like, 10 years older than me. So I could, I could be like him. Or I, I picture... Um, Richard Branson a lot like I'm like oh he's playing. Oh, he's television. awesome big yeah. fan so and then Tony Robbins is like 12 years older than me I'm like okay I could be Tony Robbins although it's putting a bit of much pressure on me saying okay unless I own my own island uh, in 10 years I'm not going to be happy but it still gives me hope um, I was just listening to Matthew McConaughey's uh, little snippet of him on, t- on the episode that I was just listening to today and he was you know he's a couple years older than me and he's, he's doing alright he's having fun um so yeah so uh, and any- I think
1: even Matthew McConaughey said something like this for me it's like if you're not growing you're dying like if you're not learning you're dying yes. like, that's the whole thing is every single day you don't have to be like changing your entire life It's about growing and learning and evolving in your every single day. You should be getting around new people, having new conversations, like filling your brain with new things and just allowing what happens to happen. Like there's never a hard stop. There's never an arrival. I feel like that was kind of the point. There's not like, hey, I've made it. Okay, now now I'm going to just sit in a lawn chair and let the rest of my life go by.
0: That's good. Yeah, because there was something. Maybe an episode I was listening to yesterday, they were talking about a river. I think she was talking... Maybe I should stop listening to other podcasts, because they're all mixing up in my head now. But, <laughs> but uh, I, this must have been her. Because, um, uh, yeah, she was saying, like, uh, like, if you look at a river, if it's stagnant, if it wasn't moving, it would get poisonous. It would just... algae would grow in it. Like, even rivers have to keep moving. That's what life is. It's motion. Somebody else said that recently. One of her interviewers or something. It's all about constantly moving and keeping moving.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, um, um, Stacy. I think, let me just check it out. That was a really good episode as well, maybe we can talk about next week.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I've, I've heard quotes lately, like I watched a documentary about um, Howie Mandel.
2: Heather Chauvin, I think it was that one, Heather.
0: Heather Chauvin.
2: C-H-A-U-V-I-N, sorry, I'm mispronouncing the la- Oh no, <laughs> Sha- I don't know. Chauvin, was one,
0: Chauvin. Was that from January? I'm not too sure yeah I don't, I don't know yeah mate actually i don't here i'll just but uh uh let's see I, I, uh, I thought it was from that episode
2: Maybe i feel like
0: all of these not, things
2: there's just so much good stuff
0: right just, from kathy's episodes <laughs> yeah and, and they're all going to be like a regular it's all kind of i think everybody's going to say keep moving and you can do anything and And all of that stuff. So that's all... Like, yeah, this year there was the New Year New Possibilities. Then there was Jill Stanton. And then, I don't know, Two Ways You Can Sell Without Feeling Salesy. That's the one I was listening to today or yesterday or something. Um, Oh, yeah, yesterday was the one I was crying during. Yeah. Um, I cry all the time. I'm crying. I'm always crying. I'm a
2: crier. Uh,
0: It's just sad. Uh, So, yeah. So, always keep moving. Yeah. So, Howie Mandel is saying he keeps working... um, he, you know cuz he's a millionaire he's famous he's he's got his family he's got his comedy career but he keeps working every day just to try to make himself tired enough to fall asleep and he just wants to keep working until he's so tired he dies kind of thing uh so it sounds like he's a bit depressed but i remember even i read a quote from Woody Allen saying he keeps working to keep from getting depressed so i think <sighs> i don't well,
2: know. i i think it's more than that right it's it's about um I mean, Kathy always says the opposite of uh, depression is purpose. I think that, you know, there's a balance, there's the chemistry part, and then there's the actual, you know, when you're not motivated to get out of bed, it's difficult. But I do think that even from a physiological point of view, when people are older, especially as we all age, it's very important to keep our mind busy because that keeps neurotransmitters shooting to each other and you know, then the protein that causes Alzheimer doesn't grow or it keeps Minnesota So it actually, there is a physiological aspect of it, but I do think it's all about purpose. The, even when you're older and a lot of people retire and there's statistics about this and then they pass away, unfortunately, they don't get to enjoy the life they worked hard for. Um, and it's because they're not keeping their mind and spirit going and that's
0: part of it right yeah and that's what I feel like my dad was just mentioning that it's been 12 years since he retired and I gave a speech at his retirement party and stuff and I'm like oh that's been a while and so he did a bit in the meantime he he taught at university for a bit and then he was running for school trustee but he didn't win but then yeah I don't know and he wrote a book about the family history so he does stuff but I feel like he watches a lot of tv now and I don't know Mm. I I mean I guess that's fine Oh, with
2: COVID, it's so hard, right? Because you can't go out and do a lot of the things that
0: that's I suppose
2: could be really fulfilling, like volunteering at places and things like that. So it's, it's yeah,
0: tricky. no, that's very true. And my mom does a lot of volunteering. Like, she's always out taking care yeah. of refugees or at oh, Christmas ser- serving turkey. So, all that stuff. Yeah, so they were both saying, like, it's cut into their social stuff. So, it's, it's true. I mean, I'm sitting around too. I mean, I can say, well, I'm not watching TV, but I'm looking at a YouTube video. So, it's not really. And <laughs> so, I'm just trying to find some purpose and hopefully I can get super rich and then hire them to work for me or, or take them on vacations or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I never want to get to the point. And that's what scares me. Like, even now, like, I'm, should I say how old I am? I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, but I feel, I'm 48 now. Um, I feel like, oh my God, would I, would I be too old to go back into the ad industry? Does anybody care? Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, I should have become a professor or a lawyer because then there's some, some esteem in being older and stuff. But I think if you just do your own thing, like Tony Robbins isn't sitting around going, oh, I wish somebody would hire me. Like he just runs his own company and, and he's the guy, you know. Bill Maher has his own TV show and he just does it. And he has people on his payroll, he was saying, in his, in his act today he was watching. They weren't laughing. I'm like, you people are on my payroll, you know. Um, so, I mean, it, it's nice to sort of control your own thing and then not... I don't know. I mean, Kathy's... Remember
2: one. point <laughs> four, Josh. This life is the gift you've been given. It's yours to design.
0: Oh, okay. You're you're skipping ahead. Hold on. Um, <laughs> sorry. I jumped okay, to point so four. Okay, so we're going to point three. When the chips are down and your back is against the wall, bet on yourself. Um, uh, yeah, what did she say about that? I guess she was just saying... Oh, okay. That was about, you know, Kathy was saying, did you ever, you know, you're, you're running this ship, this epic show that's changing the world. Do you ever feel... Like, too much pressure, like you're gonna make the right decision or whatever. Cause she even was, uh, you know, was telling Oprah, don't give me this job. I'm not right for you. Um, but yeah, and then she decided, you know what? I'm just gonna bet on myself and make the right, trust myself to make the right decision. Is that kind of the gist of that? Yeah, I think so. Like, be
1: your, be your own number one cheerleader. Don't wait for someone else to stand in your corner. Yeah, yeah. Be first.
0: All right, good for her. And then we go to four. This is the light, th- this life is the gift you've been given, it's yours to design. Yeah, um, that's a big thing, too. I mean, yeah, th- I, I mean, again, I'm blending Kathy's episodes and stuff all into my head. But the idea there is that, yeah, like, don't let, and I can't, again, I might be quoting another episode. But she was talking about uh, how if you don't design your life, life just sort of pushes you around and does what it wants to. Like, you, you can decide every day what you're doing, what you, you control, yeah, what you're going to work on, who you're around. You can sit down and plan. Okay, where do I want to be? What do I want to work on? Don't don't. It doesn't have to just sort of fish around. You're the was...
2: captain of your own ship, aren't you? Yeah.
0: And that
2: Ship is life.
0: Oh wow, you're such a poet.
2: It's so deep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even even that thing I took last week, uh, the the li- design your life or life design workshop. It's all about yeah sort of planning things out and 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 what's what's holding you back i mean it seems this is the common theme of everything like this life coaching week i did with michael burnoff in the summer it's all just sort of take control you know i i think it all comes down to just and somebody was at matthew mcconaughey somebody's saying today you are in charge of your life Your and and then seth Ro- seth godin was saying uh You know, the the, the Spider-Man saying is with great power comes great responsibility, but also with great responsibility comes great power. Was it Seth Gogan? I don't know. No, this was somebody else. I don't know. But the idea was that once you take responsibility for your life and you accept that you're 100% responsible, it gives you great power. And somebody else was saying you are 100% responsible for your life. Uh, You can't blame anybody else. You have to take control. So it's all about, yeah, just design it, figure it out or not figure it out I hate saying figure it out or decide what you're because all that seems like it might take forever or there's some perfect answer it's like no that not anything can be done right now like it's like what is the one thing you wanted you can do right now to to make yourself feel better so for me it was like I just feel like recording a podcast it's gonna get messy we don't really have a plan whatever we're just gonna sit here and talk and I feel the you know the anxiety goes away for a little bit because I'm distracted by doing this thing um and then for anybody else, it could be, okay, well, sign up for, uh, like, a class or, or just start writing or whatever it is, just do it. And then, and then you can let the little voices in the back of your head sort of do their thing. But you're like, sorry, I'm busy doing my thing right now. Um, number five, achievement and worth are not the same thing. So there she was talking about how, you know she was just as worthy of success and love and everything when she was a barista at Starbucks as when she was running Oprah's company kind of thing. So it has nothing to do with your achievements, uh, what you're worth, right?
1: Absolutely. That one's like a mic drop for me personally. I'm one of those people that the more I achieve, I equate that with, like, I feel like I have to do in order to be loved and accepted and and worthy. So even though we sort of know these things, when someone puts it in your face so directly sometimes, like I love how she does in the wrap-ups, it's like, oh, crap, right? Like, I need to paste that on my mirror and read it to myself every day. So, you know, I think sometimes it's about finding those moments that are the mic drops for you and just, like, putting that on repeat, repeat, repeat for yourself.
0: I love yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a little exercise. Because a lot of times, like, there are, there is so many little nuggets and stuff and then you forget it and you 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 default to your you know the negative voices or whatever it is because even in one of the episodes recently they were saying like it's our our brains naturally look for the negative and because that's a survival okay what's what's wrong what's not you know it's harder to be positive and you have to build that muscle and then like even in university i was always like "Uh, i'm hung i'm depressed i'm hanging and so this girl julie wrote on my hand what just let go and and so that was kind of supposed to be my mantra like whatever it is Stop worrying about it. Let it go. Probably should have married her. Um, but, uh, yeah. And so it's whatever that little thing is. Sure, make some post-it notes or have let a little... To
2: her. Maybe she's still single.
0: I did. Uh, she's, I mean, she's married. Uh, and oh, there kids. we
2: go. Fair enough, fair
0: enough. I, w- I went through, uh, right at the beginning of COVID, I went through a little, let me message every ex-girlfriend. She wasn't even an ex-girlfriend. Let me message every girl I should have married in my life. So I sort of said hi on Facebook and... You know, they all tell me about their kids. There's a few that are, I mean, everybody, once you get to my age, what I didn't realize, the the past eight years kind of flew by, but everybody who was going to have kids has kids. And I don't even know if you can still have kids at 48. Um,
2: Yeah, look at, um, who was it, Mick Jagger? Who has twins that he had, like, at 70-something?
0: No, a guy can.
2: Easier from the guy's side, for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, I mean, but now there's, you know, lots of lots of help. I don't know. I, I, I think I once read about a woman who was 70 who had a baby in, in an exotic country, but
0: I'm not too sure. But yeah, each to yeah. their own. I guess that's the, the problem is, I mean, it might even be possible physically, but it's kind of yeah. like yeah. anybody who was going to do it. I What I was thinking, what I was saying in my Instagram story yesterday, there's not a lot of people like me who kind of wanted a family and just, got, I mean, I, I do know. I mean, okay, I've got some friends my age that are still dating younger women or whatever, you know, they kind of mm. And I, my friend Phil was 46, and he finally met a 26-year-old girl on Jade Eight and they got. I emceed their wedding, and they had three kids. And then at 52, he died of cancer. Oh, um, so, so you never know. You never. You never know. But yeah, I yeah. also. But I, there's a comedian, actually David Cross. I've been following him, and he's like 56. He's got a couple young kids or whatever, and. Uh, yeah, by yeah, Dean Graciosi. You must know him, Dean Graciosi. It's kind of a Tony Robbins. I mean,
2: there's also beautiful to adopt children, you know, which which doesn't put that, let's say, biological restriction on the body that, that there's so much um, need for, you know, for good parents. And even if you don't adopt them, even fostering children, there's a lot of way to bring children and family into your life, isn't there?
0: Yeah, no, I get that exact comment every time I mention this on Facebook. You can adopt, there's different ways. I'm, it's just, it frustrates me because, My life could have been so clearly good. Like I met the love of my life when I was 18. I could have just had kids and done a PhD and had a house and lived a normal life. Or my girlfriend was in my 20s or my 30s. Or even at 40, I had a girlfriend that it would have been easy to say, this is it. Let's have some kids. Let's be a normal person. But I was just so scared of settling down. I'm like, well, no, this isn't my life yet. I I haven't gone to Hollywood. I haven't, you know, I can't just settle down yet. I was so scared. And then you get to this point now where you're like, oh, and so, you know, I mean, I dated these these amazing, amazing women. And it's like, why why would I now settle or, or not breed? I mean, for, for all my life, I've been planning what my kids' names are going to be. And, and that you are got to play Mozart when they're in the womb, because that'll make them smarter. Um, but, yeah, I'm just well, trying to...
2: i got to tell you, I mean, I got married in November, you know, hours before the second lockdown in the UK, which was a miracle, because our wedding kept being, being cancelled. But I met my husband later in life. I met him in my, in my later 30s. And I must say that the day I met him, I'm like, oh my God, this is why it didn't work out with everyone else. Like something in me just knew immediately. I never really I, I do I did believe a little bit in lust at first sight, not so much love at first sight, mm-hmm. until I met my now husband. So it's never late, just you know, um, if you hadn't felt that before, it might not have been and that might hit you one day and you go, Oh, remember what Anna told me on the podcast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you were cutting out a bit. You said you met him in your 30s or your late 30s?
2: Oh, Jessie, I couldn't hear you. What did you say?
0: Oh, she's muted. Or number
2: something. one. Go back to it. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. What What was number one again? Oh, All no. knows of a beautiful quality. Oh, right. Good one. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Yes. I met him in my, in my, yeah, I think I had just turned 35, but we actually didn't date till I was 36 and a bit. And yeah, we dated for a few years. Then we got engaged and then finally we got married this past year um 2020 end of 2020 and so um it's never too late you know i thought i would have gotten married at 27 but how different my life would have been you know not all the adventures i would have never gone to europe i would have never you know traveled and done all the things i've done and so you can't live in regret only moving forward is the new motto
0: yeah i remember my friend ben told me when we were 20 he said you know what Twenty-seven. That's the age we should settle down. I was like, twenty-seven. That's so old, or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I'm like, oh yeah. Now I look back, that yeah, would have been good, because now I would have a twenty-year-old kid. But anyway, you can't live. You got to live. I mean, I'm still. I'm in. I'm in a lot of uh, end-aging Facebook groups as well. So I'm planning to live forever. So there's no. There's no rush. There we go. Um, all right. So uh, that was number four. <laughs> that was <laughs> five. Uh, Achievement. Of oh her- right. Good, good. Oh, see, you're good. We're a good study group. Six, shame and light cannot coexist. Share your story and it will set you free. Yeah, I remember she was talking about that. It's funny. I, I remember things visually. I remember where I was in my run when I heard that. I was like, I was on the sidewalk. I had just eaten my donor. Um, or donaire, but there's spelled donor on the restaurant sign for some Um, So what was she talking about there? I guess she was saying... Oh, okay, she made her memoir, and she published in her book and told everything about her that nobody knew, and she's like, once you've said all these things about you, it can't hurt you anymore, that kind of thing. That's right, that's so I, I don't know what she was revealing that she was ashamed about. I mean, I've got stuff that I'm embarrassed about that I don't know. I mean, I, I, I share far too much on, on social media, <laughs> but, uh, but I think people like... I mean, Kathy talks a lot about how, uh, you know, empathy is good, and people like... Um, you know, to, to learn about you there. I, I hear some sort of feedback. Is there some kind of,
2: you can, uh, sorry, you might hear the coqui frogs here in Puerto Rico. It is the island's frogs that sing us to bed at night.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Okay. It, well that's go, co-key, co-key. <laughs> Wow. That is yeah, so cool. So, I want some island uh, frogs to sing. No, that's good. And that, that's much better than background feedback. I would love some frogs. I mean, I was just, that's right. In in, in the design, your life, uh, course he was uh, he was showing us there's a website called I forget what it's called naturey or something like that and you can click on sound of rain sound of forest because he wow. said nature is very important for us and that's why you should go for a walk or run every morning and we need nature and sometimes i think oh i can never feel joy again but i try to remember things that gave me pleasure and when i was visiting costa rica four or five years ago yeah just like sleeping in a cabin and hearing the monkeys wake up in the morning it's like wow that's i think that's soothing and nice um so we'll have to give them credit in the thing, in the podcast. So, okay. So, yeah, her story. So, I don't know. Do you think you should... Are you going to share your story and set, it, set, you, set yourself free?
2: Yeah, I think everyone who has a, a purpose has a story. We all come from certain backgrounds. We have certain experiences to share um, I think a lot of experiences that sometimes people go through, whether they're good or bad, obviously shape them. And the more we are open to have that conversation of just talking, we'll find more similarities than what we think in each other. You know, we're all so similar and we just need to get through this life together, you know, in terms of the fact that, you know, like 2020, I'm sorry, it's been a crap year, you know, and and 2021 so far has had a lot of difficulties at its start. But the thing is, um, if we as humans literally let go and share our story and our truth and support one another, how beautiful this world could be if we just spark that light between our souls.
0: Those are the two names I was thinking for myself. Uh, I was saying, uh, my, I'm going to make my name spark. And, I, you know, my website could be I am, I am com. And the other one was light. Today, while I was listening to a podcast, I was like, no, I am a light. I am your light. And I was going to start every video like I'm bringing light to you and it it turns out other people already have i am your light on instagram or something but
2: get the domain josh because that's the first things that go when you talk about it
0: well i know i bought i bought uh i bought livetruist.com so i like that one i
2: think that's a that's a good one
0: yeah um so yeah you can start calling me live truest if you want and we'll see if that works or spark whatever you want um But yeah, I guess... Oh, see, now I have to buy those domains because I just mentioned them in the podcast. That's uh, right. That's all right.
2: right. Get in there. GoDaddy.com.
0: Right, <laughs> yeah. I used to buy them on GoDaddy. Um, yeah. But then... See, the GoDaddy has the cheapest prices uh, initially. Uh, but initially, but then they, right, right. They, they, they cut, rack it up. Yeah, at, like the following year. So now I use Namecheap.
2: Um, oh, I've heard they're good. Yeah.
0: And I've got an affiliate link for discounts. So I'll put those in the show notes. I'll, I'll get do that. Like half, half a penny if somebody buys the domain name through me um and yeah so i guess yes yeah, the idea there is that if, if you're embarrassed about something just say it it has no power over you anymore and then uh, you know light you know it's i don't know what she would be but i guess if it's something like i don't know, you're embarrassed that you used to be sell coffee or whatever you just tell people and then it's fine i don't i'm sure she's well who knows i haven't read her memoir i'll have to read it um and then seven, ask yourself, what do you want right now? Your job is to find out what do I want now and make happiness your compass. Um,
1: I feel like you kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. I was I was looking down at this when you were talking. You basically said that earlier, but I love the idea of your happiness, make it your compass. First, you got to figure out what it is. You know, mm-hmm. sit down and really decide what it is that makes you happy. Instead of looking at all those external sources, right, like, how am I going to make my husband happy? How am I going to make my kids happy? How am I going to make my boss happy? What makes me happy? Use that every single day when you wake up to guide your actions. I think a lot of people start feeling like that's selfish and that's exactly what we shouldn't do. But, um, but when you use that as your compass and you start to find your own happiness, then it just filters out into everyone else at the same time.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. What was that last bit?
1: There's nothing selfish about that.
0: No, no, no. I mean, the, uh, the, the whole selfish thing that and she's always talking about how, you know, you need to take care of yourself first before you can help other people. You always put on your oxygen mask first and then you can give more to other people. So I wonder if this quote was more about, I guess part of it is about, yeah, find out what you, what's, is, what makes you happy, but also right now, I guess, I guess there was the immediacy of that. What do you want right now? Your job is to find out what do I want now? Oh, Maybe it was that partly about, you know, maybe you wanted something 20 years ago, but your, your, your desires have changed? I think that might have been it, so I think I was walking under the bridge at this point, and I was like, you're right. Like, because I keep going, ah, oh, you, know, you know, when I was 20, I should have started doing stand-up comedy every night, or why didn't I go to L.A. at that time? But maybe you had certain desires then, and I shouldn't be beating myself up for what I did then. It's like, what do I want now? Maybe I want something different now. Maybe now I want totally. to finally go to Paris or... Or want, now I want to have kids, so that's okay, because I didn't want to before, and so I got to be the swing and single on Tinder. Is um, you know, that so,
2: your handle on Tinder?
0: Swing and single. Yeah., <laughs> no, well, now, now i got to go you know, reserve that username on Tinder. All right, somebody's <laughs> going to take it. Oh, I just I, my advice to the youth is just if you find anybody you like it, it when you're, just lock them down, nobody wants to go through this dating stuff. But anyways, um, All right. <laughs> But, you see, this is partly why, too, because my last girlfriend, I, I was, I've been so lucky to be with amazing people. And I, I keep getting hung up on the, my girlfriend eight years ago. And, God, it was so comfortable. She was so smart. We would have been doing podcasts together. But I have to keep telling myself that that can't be it. Like, in, in, a, in a world with, like, eight billion people, she can't be the only person that understands me and that, that I, would, I would get along with. And not even in terms of romance. Like, maybe I can't find another partner like her maybe that is it. Maybe it is just so but lucky. Maybe but maybe, maybe I can. can. But also, I know there's amazing people. That, there's got to be other people that I would want to talk to. So even just doing this podcast, like reaching out to you, it's like now I get to talk to two smart, interesting people. At least it gets me out of my, my head a bit. Like rather than regretting, oh, what, you know, I missed talking to that person 30 years ago. Well, here's some more people, you know. So, yeah. And then by reaching out to the don't keep your day job group and Facebook group, and maybe they'll be listening to this. I feel like, okay, there are other people in the world. And
1: Absolutely. I don't know.
0: So, so, yeah, what do you want right now? What have what, what, what your needs change, And that's what Matthew McConaughey was saying in the little clip today. Uh, he's like, your values change. My values at 20 were different than they are now at 50, and they'll probably be different again at, at 60. So, just what do you want right now? And, and what do you want to do? And to me, I guess, you know, I'm beating myself up from not doing a podcast 30 years ago. There were no podcasts 30 years ago. There was no internet. So this is this is what I want now. Number eight. There, I feel like David Letterman now. Number eight. <laughs> there's no one who knows more than you do. Ah, uh, See, that's,
2: yeah, a- that's a tricky one, eh? Because there's definitely people on certain subjects. <laughs> but it, it's more about the soul, about kind of your story, isn't it? It's about you know your story and you know... Where, what you want to achieve in life and no one knows more about you, that than you
0: yeah and i often tell people well first of all i say you know what what i've learned as an adult is that most people have no idea what they're doing like even i've been running for public office a few times and i've done debates and i'm like and i don't feel like i know anything about politics but i'm like these people don't know what they're talking about either nobody knows anything the president doesn't know anything like we're all just sort of making it up like unless you're a brain surgeon and you've studied all this stuff like stuff like that okay you need a degree and whatever and so obviously there's experts in certain topics but in general life people don't really know what's going on and then and certainly regarding yourself like it's like I could do a Facebook poll what should my name be should it be spark should it be blue nobody knows better than me and you know so you might as well just trust yourself on this and I guess, I, mean, I don't know what she was talking about. Maybe she was talking about, like, you know, what advice would she get in terms of what to do with the Oprah show or whatever, but nobody really knows. And so just just go for it. Yeah. And just trust yourself. Go for it.
1: You know? Absolutely.
0: I wish, I wish people knew more than me. That would be comforting to know, okay, I can go to somebody, I can go to Tony Robbins and he'll tell me what to do. But nobody, even Kathy, I think, admits she doesn't know. Like, she was talking, when she was talking to Jill Stanton, she was saying that. Most of their job as coaches is just to let you figure it on your own, let you do it yourself. You can do it on your own. They're just there to keep you accountable and say, okay, every day, here's your homework. Do this, you know? Um, and, And part of it, I think, is just feeling like there's company. Like to know, hey, we're all doing this together. It makes me feel better than having to sit there and Google it myself.
2: I really, I can't remember who said this, but someone said, if you're gonna teach other people, you need to be as a few steps ahead of them, right? Because all, they're learning in steps too. And so that's another big thing. I think sometimes we're held back about starting a business or pursuing a dream because we think, oh, other people are better, other people know more. And, and the truth is, A, you won't find out just staying where you are. you got to move forward with that, with intent, but also that um, you have to have confidence in yourself and in your skill set. And especially if you have a story, an experience you can share that you've been through, again, that alone can change someone's life. So don't just stay
0: paused,
2: move forward.
0: Yeah. Like it might have been Tim Ferriss. I remember when I was reading the four hour work week, he was saying, you know, if you just read an article on something or a book on something, you now know you're the expert. You now know more than 99% of people on that subject just by having read that think. thing. So, so now you could teach it, now you could do a podcast about it. And then, um, uh, yeah, everybody talks about how you know if you're teaching, all you need to be is a chapter ahead of the uh, the students, you know. So it's like a lot of it is like yeah, just things I figured out by googling it and reading it. It's like now I know it, so I, I could save people the time having to google it, and I'll, I'll just tell them what's worked for me or whatever. And that's that's the struggle. I have wanted to teach a course. Like people every day ask me how do I get into voice acting or how do I like that's a big one. And I'm like I don't really know. Like I haven't planned a course. I haven't. Oh, Anna left. I, I guess she got uh, maybe. Her... No. Oh, well, that was harsh. Um our frogs. <laughs> oh, no, nope, it's joint. Yeah, the frog's kidnapped her. Uh, let's see. I'm sure she'll pop up back. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, so, you know. I. I Sorry
2: about that. I moved my keyboard and it went boom.
0: So That's, that's all right. Kathy says, just get messy. Just uh, just do whatever it is. Another guy yeah. wrote, I went to this pod fest in, in Orlando in March, and this guy wrote a book called uh, get messy or whatever. Like this, it's all about just starting and, and not knowing what you're doing. Um, yeah, I was saying about teaching. Oh yeah, like I want to put together a course. Like, but you know, I don't know. Like, what are the steps of voice acting? And like, I could. I guess I could take the time to write down. But I feel like I could just get in a group with people for an hour and say, "What are your questions?" And I would just sort of off the top of my head. Oh, you need this microphone. You need website. Um. And so, uh, so maybe that's what I should do. I should just sort of, just sort of wait you know, I do know how to do it, and Kathy was saying for her classes too, she just asked people, what do you want, like, in terms of selling your songs, what is it you want to know, and then she taught it based on that, so, all right, Anna's back on video now, <laughs> fan and everything, so are you, where are you, in, where are you now?
2: I am in Puerto Rico right
0: now, oh, yeah, yeah okay. so, okay. Must be nice. Visiting my beautiful
2: family. Sad to have to go back to the UK, but I left my husband there, so I gotta go back. And my pets. He's been looking after, so it's time. I don't
0: know. You could probably there's probably another husband in Puerto Rico you could meet.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, it took me long enough to find him. No thanks.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> Our whole thing is that there's a there's a partner around every corner now. Just give me hope. Um Or you could have, like, a UK husband, a Puerto Rico husband. That's what I was thinking. Tell me – I mean, maybe this is a topic for another episode. But I was thinking, because I'm older now and I want to have lots of kids, maybe could I – some kind of like get a farm and then get lots of wives and have like a baby in each of them and and then like have a bunch of kids at once is that that make me sound crazy or is that like a legitimate thing
2: well there are some religions where that is common so i'm no judgment on that each to their own but personally i think one relationship can be complicated enough it's better to keep it (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's what i always think when i'm like talk to people who are polyamorous or whatever and i'm like how do you I mean, yeah, it's enough Do they have
2: an Excel sheet like where they like keep track of what they said to who? Because I just don't know how to do that.
0: Exactly. I can't even keep too track much of the podcasts I listen to. <laughs> uh, uh, and number nine. This is the last one. Number Add, add mm-hmm. esteemable practices and ceremony in your life. Honor yourself. I don't remember at all what that was about. Do you guys know?
2: I think it was just about looking after yourself, wasn't it?
1: Well, she was talking about when you say esteemable practices or even ceremony like, something that's consistent, like, you can call, if you go on your daily run for an hour, like, that could be, that's quote-unquote a ceremony, it doesn't have to, you're not talking about, like, stances with, like, candles and all that kind of stuff, like, what you consider, like, putting together steps that are something that you do every single day as a way, something that's for you, like, that's a ceremony, if I have something that I, you know, every single morning that doesn't call other people, you know, and it's it centers me for the day and gets me ready and going and that's a way for me to honor myself so I think that's what it's getting at like making it a habit like not like, oh I'm gonna go get a manicure once in a while so no, it's every single day having certain steps in place something that's just about you
0: okay yeah because I was starting to wonder like oh was that just like you're supposed to congratulate yourself every time you do something. But it might be, I don't know if it was her or Kathy or somebody talking about, like, just having a coffee every morning and having your little, your little ritual. That's
2: right.
0: Oh, my mom just texted me uh, that by picking up pizza. This is exciting. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm living in my parents' Do you
2: put basement. pineapple on your pizza?
0: Uh, this is a big debate. My mom likes it. My dad thinks it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not I'm, a fan, I must say. So I ordered her I noticed they had a Thai chili pizza uh, last time or a couple of times ago. So I'm like, I'm going to get that because it's got pineapple in it. Um, and I think she'll like it. And she does like it. My dad kind of likes it too now. So they always get the Thai there chili pizza. Um, it's one of those things, like it seems like it shouldn't because it's a sweet thing. It should be like a dessert. But once it's on there, I'm always like, does add a little kick? Like when it's with ham, like a wine pizza, it, it, it makes it kind of juicy and tart. So it feels hmm. wrong, but it feels so right.
2: Got it. Got uh, it.
0: Yeah. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so I was thinking, because I, I mean, just the idea of Kathy saying having a coffee or something in the morning. Yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be like an occasional. You should you should schedule in. I think we're making up our own lesson now about, like, yeah, schedule in your weekly manicure. I mean, I was always telling myself, when I get really rich, I'm going to have a massage therapist, like, follow me around. I was like, what? you know, I always like getting a massage. Oh, Why do I do nice. it once a month? Why can't I get one every morning?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I remember... Uh, I was reading an article in Esquire at somebody's house years ago and, and it was an article about uh, Robert Downey Jr. and the reporter saying, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. came down to the kitchen and, and then the butler handed him a healthy smoothie. I'm like, I need, or the chef or whatever they had in his kitchen, I need like people to hand me healthy smoothies at all times. I, that's, I guess that's not the point of what Sherry Slotta was saying. It was more yeah. like, yeah, schedule yourself that coffee where you're going to have that moment and... Um, honor yourself
2: yeah yeah
0: honor yourself I guess give yourself that special thing I don't know if if our listeners have comments on what the honor yourself thing means or if the monkeys have or the frogs or whatever's going on the bookies Jessica is that like a fake back or is that something actually behind you what is that a curtain
1: oh I have a curtain
0: up yeah wow it looks like a giant house like a giant loft there (laughs) And and all I've got is like dollar store uh, green bristle board that I bought that I've made. That is complete chaos. So. <laughs> You're fighting with chaos. Yeah, it's,
1: it's like the rich pause here.
0: Share your story. right. <laughs> there's no, there's no shame and light combined. You have to just expose what's behind you. Um, but it's funny how we've all, in the pandemic, we've all become, you know, we're we're all in TV studios now. It's like, oh, I never thought about what's behind me. <laughs> like Totally. Like, uh, I mean, i I thought about it because I'm a YouTuber. In my old condo that I sold a couple of years ago, I had a full studio made up. I had my couch and the, my ring light, and my fiber internet. I had panels. I bought these panels for the ceiling and the walls and stand around things that were, like, to, to dampen the echo so I could do my voice acting without having to go under a blanket. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm just going to travel. I'm going to live in hotels. And then I realized, no. it's very difficult. You can't, it's not as easy as, to, like, I thought I'll just interview people with my phone and coffee shops. But if you actually want to do things like this, you need good Wi-Fi, you need good lighting, you need an echo-free space. So the whole digital nomad thing, that's, that'll be a whole other podcast. What do you guys think? Like, do you think I could just do a podcast kind of like this, where we talk about random stuff like this, and sometimes I'll talk about digital nomad, sometimes, like, I wonder if I myself am enough of a link, or, or do you have to, should I pick something like, oh, it's the digital nomad podcast, and I only talk about that subject, and then I have to do separate podcasts for each subject kind of thing. I was talking to your listeners, or no? I was talking. Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, by the, I got to jump short. I got to feed my my dad 7:30 here.
0: So that'll and... be a question for another day. <laughs> that was for the listeners. Uh, so that, yeah. Well, you said 30 minutes. We're uh, we're coming on 58 minutes now. But this is why I wanted to do it on Skype and not Zoom, because I'm like, I know we're going to go over 40 minutes, and I'm not ready to pay Zoom money yet. So, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Celebrity Josh, or whatever it's called. Uh, thank you to Jessica Proctor and Anna Orenstein. Anna Orenstein. Uh, Orenstein Cardona. Right, Orenstein Cardona. You, you, you're gonna be like Gotta keep practicing.
2: Gonna be I know, right? Well, remember, I'm AOC, but that's, that's now funny. taken by another person, so
0: yep. sadly. Wow. And I'm older,
2: I'm older than her, so it should be me, I should be AOC
0: you should have locked down all the AOC things and then she'd have to pay you for them. All right. Uh, and then, so I'll put in the show notes, uh, how to contact you guys and buy whatever your services are. And, and that's it. Uh, they always Thank you, say Josh. at this Thank point you, in the Josh. show, don't, don't, don't keep rambling because people have sensed it's over and they're going to just leave the YouTube. <laughs> video. so, all right, thanks. Uh, oh, at this point, Kathy would be like, and I'm going to leave you with a song. And it'd be like, let your dreams and your, you're your a rainbow. And whatever, I'll have to write some songs for the extra. So I'll work on that. There we right. go. Bye for now. I'm going to stop recording. Bye. Bye.